1: Welcome back to the Piper Carter podcast. We are back in the studio. I can't believe it. I'm so hey, happy. Was that Millie Wapping? I was. Okay. Did I say it right? Millie yeah. Rock. Millie. No,
0: Millie Rocking, because I was like, she said whopping. I
1: said whopping. That was our dance. You know you can't, oh, whop you, right so oh, <laughs> you can't say whap right now. Oh, you can't say whap right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, all right. So, yeah, we got, we're in the studio with our co-host. What up, Brittany? What's up,
2: Pipe? What's up, Dej? What up, dog? It's been
1: so
0: long since we've been here, ladies. We got uh-huh. Jaira in here. He not mic'd up, but Jaira in here, y'all. Yeah, yeah. the
1: engineer. <laughs>
0: Shout out, Jaira. Shout out, Jaira. Yeah, Jaira. Pipe, what's been up, man? How Hi. long How long has it literally been? Like, since uh, Was it March that the we were here or February? We haven't
1: been here oh, since the beginning we beginning here of
0: March. Super
2: Cool Wicked. Shout out to Yowat. Super Cool
0: Wicked.
1: That was when the COVID was like dun dun dun. I know,
0: and we were thugging it still. Yeah, and then it was like that la- that following week, it was like shut down. Yeah, but we thugged through it. You know what? Yeah, we did what like a good four, five, six episodes. I was gonna say, I
2: think like six. I feel like we've yeah. done a lot since
0: Yeah, I'm proud That's of that. That's a lot during COVID. We held on. Yeah. We held on. Yeah. It took us a minute though to like figure it out or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm very happy that you know, we stay consistent and as a family, you know? Yeah. Little group chat. Yeah.
2: Get that
1: going. Yeah. So, so nice yeah.
2: to be back in the in the space like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The studio feels good, right? <laughs> it yeah. does feel good. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to
0: Kari. Kari said he was gonna join us next week. We'll okay. See. Okay. He plugged in eight o'clock. So okay. I don't know if y'all mind starting at eight next week.
1: Can you do eight? yeah Yeah. okay cool all right well
0: yeah off mic but
1: yeah we'll see all right awesome awesome well i wanted to ask you guys because we always talk about covid it's our new and old thing and current thing Mm. so Brittany, you were talking about how you feel how covid has made you feel like emotionally and things like that yeah i mean
0: honestly sitting in like this environment
1: in a couple other environments right
0: It just makes you really appreciate being around people. I mean, I know that's being echoed probably times 10 for everyone, you know, no matter who you are, what you are, you know, you probably just, you know, need to be in an environment to really understand how vital it is to communicate. Like, I don't know. It just feels good. I'll say, like Deja just mentioned it, like we were talking about, to just be around people, like to be able to look in people's eyes, to be able to feel someone's body language, to be able to share laughs and not behind, be behind technology. Just, I don't want to say, like, the normal way, because who knows what normal is. But I would say normacy for me includes talking to people, being around people. I think it helps me. I think it helps all of us. I think it definitely is connected to mental health or stability or, I don't know. Um, I think it's therapeutic. Mm. So... I don't know, that's just my piece to it. Mm -hmm. Nothing too much to it other than not going crazy because you're around people.
2: (laughs) So,
1: How have you felt, Deja?
2: The same. Like, during the lockdown, I was losing it because I was just stuck at home with my mom. And, you know, after just being around someone in that shared space for too long, Mm -hmm. you just start to bump heads after a while. So, like, we were both losing it. And she was working from home, too. So You guys were
0: together, like, even more so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was
2: nice to like go back to work and then have that released. And then, um, like in the summer months, I started hanging out with some of my friends. And it was nice again just to be around people. Yeah. Like, try to enjoy what I could of the summer, even though it wasn't the same. I miss my live shows, man. I know, right? Mm. I miss concerts. I miss going out. <laughs> like, I know. I miss skating. I bet skating is. <laughs> so cool it's not the same you need a mm-hmm. dj you need a rink like you mm-hmm. need those loud speakers like mm-hmm.
0: everything does that I, I would say serve a purpose like music and mm-hmm. all like you're what you're saying like just being in different environments and i'm happy that we like you said we were able to enjoy the summer like yeah. mm-hmm. oh my gosh pipe
1: me i'm happy that um people got the i know people were complaining they didn't get enough money but I'm happy people got the unemployment. Me too. I'm thinking, like, it would have been pandemonium. <laughs> oh! I feel like it would have been pandemonium if people didn't get that little bit that they got. Um, I'm happy about that. But I also want to say that um, I'm perfect, and only you go through those issues. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, No, nah, I was going through that stuff, too. I mean... Uh, I guess on some levels, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, because I moved my mom in and. Right in the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning of March. Mm -hmm. And so she's going stir crazy. She wants to go back to her place. However, it's a senior building. And as we know, senior buildings are the ones that are, you know, pretty much much a a bit more impacted. Yeah, hotspots. So I keep telling her, I'm just trying to manage that within myself um, and just uh, be respectful to honor her wishes and everything at the same time just keep reminding her like this is an evolution Mm -hmm. and I think this is the way that things are going to be like from now on so she's pushing back a lot like my mom is not really like the transition person I'm more like a let's roll with it Mm -hmm. my mom is more like you know bit more fixed and so uh she's just not taking it well
0: it's interesting uh shout out to your mom the encounters that i've had with your mom have been very pleasant she is amazing she is Uh funny witty (sighs) piper senior basically but i just realized that we all have a very similar but unique relationship with our mothers Mm. like i feel like it's like we are all like When I say all, me, you, and Deja are in different stages of our relationship with their mother. Mm. Like, I feel like when Deja talks about her relationship with her mom, it reminds me so much of the relationship that I've had with my mom when I was her age, you know, Mm. that that still like it's like turning the curve of becoming a friend. Mm-hmm. Or always have been a friend and that relationship is growing. Mm-hmm. But she still is, you know, seeking knowledge from her mom. But then like she's, you know, twenty four, she's kinda getting in that space where she needs her space. Yeah. And me, I'm trying to at thirty, I'm, you know, trying to soak in as much as I can from my mom. Um, at the same time, like, even when we're in the same space, like we bump heads, it's like still that's still there but mm-hmm. as i'm getting older i'm starting to realize like okay the stuff that she taught me was you know what i mean uh valuable i should now i need to listen to her more like part of me learning from my mistakes of not listening to her mm-hmm. is me listening to her more because i've experienced you know and mm-hmm. you you're dealing you're in a space where i'm sure me and deja both get at is you know i both are, i think all three of our moms raised us you mm-hmm. know what i mean so mm-hmm. you're at the space where you're like kind of like taking care of your mom like you know she's still feeding into you right Mm -hmm. but like you're in a space where the relationship is you you really are her third eye so Mm -hmm. i would like for each one of us to kind of talk about during covid what we've learned from our mothers because i think that's that's valuable
1: Mm -hmm. i think for me i've learned um a lot more about patience listening um i've just been being a lot more just taking time to just like be with her and spend the time with her um and she has a lot of lessons that I listened to over the years but just really being a bit more tuned in to things that she talks about like I started the garden so she's just been naming like different things about how to take care of Mm. you know the plants and everything and I think also too just listening to her more about her, um, her perspectives on politics and things that she lived through. hmm And so her perspective, like, when we watch the news or whatever, it's all, like, she's always been, like, clued in to, like, what the, you know, like, the blue pill, if you will. Understood. And so, um, that, you know, her just being even more clued in, and she's the type that if you watch the news with her... Mm-hmm. Or a TV show or a movie or anything. She's so clued in that she'll just break stuff down. And then you'll be like, wow. And she'll usually be correct on the stuff that she broke down. And the way that she broke it down. And, um, yeah. So just being a bit more patient to listen a lot more. I know when I was younger, I probably was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But now that I'm older, I just relax my central nervous system I wait for her to finish everything that she's saying even if I disagree I just wait and then when she's done I just keep it pressing but she's funny because she'll be like um oh you're trying to act like you listening or something like <laughs> <laughs> i mean like mom I'm doing the best I can right now <laughs> you're sad right me no Aquarius oh and my okay. mom's Leo yeah, yeah. so we're like opposites but that's complimentary and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: what about you Dave? I'm a Taurus. My mom is a Sag. That's right. But I don't know. I don't know. It must be like her moon or something. Because something, I don't know. (laughs) It's just. What would you say you learned about yourself
0: during COVID? Since y'all been in that space, right? Like, what have you learned about her? Or what have you learned about y'all relationship?
2: um,
0: Nothing too personal, of course.
2: Yeah, no. She was, I don't know, like, I would get, like, kinda depressed sometimes so I learned that I could talk to her. Okay. Like there were times like I felt like I couldn't go to her before. Mm -hmm. But being stuck in the house with her, I was just like, well, I don't have anybody else to talk to. (laughs) So (laughs) you're here. And she listened and she gave me sound advice, but yeah. Um, I don't know. She's she's cool to talk to. I learned that. But I don't know. Then she'll I don't know. She's the type to be like, well, remember when you told me back then? And I'm like, oh, my God. I, that was just how I was feeling <laughs> then. Like, stop. You know? But, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I learned that. And I don't know. Learned about myself. Um, I kind of learned how creative I was. Mm. And you didn't know m-
1: this. Only Weaver
2: fans? (laughs) Well, I mean, I knew I could... Well, I always, like, made music and loops and stuff, but I just... I tried to start sketching and painting, and I tried to do that before, but I never really liked my sketches. I would try to draw people, Mm. and once I finally got good at it, um, I got too busy to, like, keep it up, so I got back into that, but I stopped drawing people. I just started drawing, like, things, Hmm. and just... Kind of just uh, concepts. I don't know. I was drawing like interiors for whatever reason, like (laughs) in like houses. Mm Mhm. That's dope. And stuff like I was drawing like uh, ways to decorate, like decorate. I don't. I don't know. The canvas was like my wall, and then I would just paint or sketch like uh like whatever photos I wanted, and then I would like do whatever with that, or I don't know, just random stuff like that. But I found myself drawing a lot of stuff for homes and i don't know i just never thought i would do stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then i liked what i was creating too Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i like looking at it so Mm -hmm. that was fun in itself and then i don't know i don't know i just learned how creative i could be Mm -hmm. did you create a space where you
0: can uh, feel like you can always like go back to it like you feel like did you did you make a connection Yes. Like for a
1: process you're talking about? Yeah, like a process,
0: but like, you know how like you're saying, like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Like, yeah. Now, are you kind of like drawn to it? Like to go back to it? Like, yeah, like a process where you're like, okay.
2: I still want to, but I only did it then because I was forced. And Mm. now that I'm, you know, back with, because I'm a people person, I'd Mm. rather socialize than be alone anytime. Mm. Like, I like talking i'm loquacious like i like speaking to people a lot so i'd rather do that over you know be at the crib you know drawing something I <laughs> like mm-hmm. i i can't watch tv by myself because my mind will just wander mm-hmm. i can't mm-hmm. focus on books sometimes for that reason too because i will be like man i want to talk to such and such so pick mm. up the phone and like try to talk to somebody but yeah um what was the question <laughs> I'm just, no, just that's a, yeah that's a lot Yeah. what yeah. Yeah. about you the same thing as y'all
0: like my mom is y'all mentioned your mom my mom's a Virgo I love Virgos like I haven't met a Virgo that doesn't get to my heart just because they're really good people mm-hmm. Um, and, but they're good people in their own way which um, I think that's been a huge lesson for me is the boundaries of being nice but being holding people accountable holding yourself accountable and Honestly, my mom is a good mirror for that, but because she does it on me, like, I don't like it, <laughs> you know, so.
1: And where's your sign? Just I'm so a people Scorpio. know. I'm a Scorpio, mm-hmm. so
0: I'm uh, I'm really <laughs> emotional, I'm very, <laughs> I'm emotional, I'm sensitive, but, you know, I'm, I was raised by Virgo, so I think, you know, I have, have a lot of her in me, but. You know, um, I'm sensitive, so a lot of the things she tries to tell me, I take it personal. Like,
1: oh I, no, really? Yeah,
0: I think. Shut up,
1: Piper.
2: <laughs>
0: so I think like, <laughs> I think, I think like, you know, like it's just like the end of the world when she tells me stuff. But you know, I've learned I need to learn how to swallow some of the things that she tells me about myself because, like, I rather, I rather someone tell me, and me be having to deal with my sensitivity than people not knowing how to say things to me because I take them so personal. Mm-hmm. So like I have to practice with my mom. Like why not use her like as practice, you know what I'm
2: saying? So
1: Kinda. Of. It's kinda of different though. Cause like your mom is the one that can like get under your skin.
2: Man. They know how. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty
1: different. Like your mom knows stuff and then you'll just be like, oh It's so hard. And then she'll bring it up and then you'll just That's be what like I'm saying? oh. Like my I can't God. tell my
0: mom too much. It's, it's and so I already knew that but like Yeah my friend told me that a long time ago. She was like yeah she was like you It's a a certain point like you don't have to tell them every single thing like (laughs) that's part of your problem like you tell her everything and I like you said like Mm -hmm. my mom like it's been basically, like, my first friend, yeah. my sister. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's Me tough too. to realize, like, what I shouldn't be mm-hmm. sharing. Like, yeah. But I have set a lot of my own traps, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And but sometimes you have to, like, right, like you said, like, when there's no one else, like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, you know And it's mean?
1: your relationship, right? Yeah. So everybody got a different relationship with their parents. That's mm-hmm. true. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, my mom, you know, we have our own relationship. I don't expect to have that relationship with anyone else in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like, yeah. and I I could always talk talk to my mom about stuff. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, um, you know, she she is the type of person that will bring it back up on your face. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, I just had to have thick skin like that yeah. to be like, well, this might come up later. I know
2: that's the risk you take when you open your mouth mm-hmm. with anybody. No, really, it really is. Mm-hmm. It really
0: is. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, mom, I just, you know, I think we are like, I just, uh, you know, we share a lot in common. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. I just realized through talking to y'all in that moment that we have very uh, unique relationships with. My
1: mm-hmm. mother, so shout out to the moms shout out to moms yeah Jeez. for sure yeah there's tolerating us during covid how about that right right we right. think we tolerate tolerating. now <laughs> they on the phone right now talking about us i know shout out, <laughs> shout out to my homegirl
0: i seen when i see my homegirl I, I hooked up with deja saturday night man we had so much fun but um i was with my homegirl and she was at her grandma's house and her and her grandma were having a conversation and she like said, they didn't say nothing too sassy, but like just said a comment, and then like went in the other room, and then I was still in the room with her grandma, and her grandma was like, you know what? I'm just gonna mind my business. <laughs> 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 I thought that was so funny. Like they be putting up with us too, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Shouts
1: out to the grandmas too. <laughs> yeah, they put for up sure, with everybody. Sure. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Brittany, you wanted to? Do you have an update on the wildfires? I
0: mean, to be completely honest like Piper you mentioned it like almost like I mean there's not a segment of person that like doesn't know about wildfires and just the history of wildfires I would say like from like a general perspective of you know this is the season where there are hurricanes and I'd say like this is the, the wildfire season and uh Jira, uh brought it up that we definitely should we should touch on it just from a angle that you do a lot of environmental work and some of the places in South America that you visited I would say specifically Brazil right they uh, had some issues with wildfires and where their government was involved and there were uh, and the indigenous people to the land were stating that they knew for in, you know emphatically that that was started by the government the government's response was that they don't believe in global warming they don't believe it wasn't started by them that these fires just happened and you know, but it's not global warming, but it wasn't them who started it. So here we are in, uh, you know, the United States where uh, I believe California, Oregon, and Washington has been affected at this point, and it's ongoing. So, you know, God bless uh, people's properties. God bless people. Um, you know, definitely understand that there's a lot of that has been affected more than just the land, Um you know, we are in the Midwest, so we don't understand what it feels like to uh, wake up and to see red. You know, you see pictures online in Oregon, there's red neighborhoods, it looks, you know, uh, it looks artistic, but it's because of these wildfires, right? So we have a different perspective of what it's like to endure, you know, uh, I say a natural disaster. And You know, so we can't really, I think, take into account um, how people's lives are structured, who deal with it more often than us. So just to bring it back into perspective about the land, though, um, there's parts of uh, California where 900,000 acres have been destroyed. Mm. Um, The six uh, historical fires have taken place in 2020 between Washington State Oregon and California um when we talk about 900 acres of land like that is like a detriment that's like towns and towns that's like almost that 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 I'm pretty sure that could be a city Mm -hmm. you know when we talk about 900 acres um but I mentioned this from an angle because we're sitting in a room with Piper and you have discussions proactively retroactively meaning before things are occurring uh in the environment or even after things have occurred you're uh in tune you're talking to people you're coming up with solutions um with just even our own environmental issues in Michigan so I wanted to ask you you know your perspective on the disconnect um and we talked about it on air right to to put it in short capitalism but there always seems to be a disconnect between the government and people who are going through uh, what the, you know, the Western uh, part of our country is going through. You know, it doesn't seem to be a lot of empathy from our government. It doesn't seem to be a lot of empathy um, when I say um, I'm not, actually there's a lot of finger pointing, right? So there's no empathy. There's finger pointing about it being we're in a you know political climate where, people are blaming it on political. You've heard it has been a gender reveal party. Um, and you've heard conspiracy theories that has been started by Antifa. Um, I just want to ask you to start the conversation.
1: What is the disconnect? Well, first I want to say, um, I'm looking at the live updates and it says that they are doing evacuations in Idaho as well. Wow. And um, And it says... Um, that the smoke has poured into Canada too wow um, so I will say that there were there there are controlled fires that do happen because there is a process where they burn to keep the fire under control I remember we went to um, Wyoming some years ago um, Yellowstone mm-hmm. and um, we were on the highway And that was my first time ever seeing that. Like we were driving on the highway Mm -hmm. and literally on both sides of the highway, the whole highway. You know how like you drive down the highway and on both sides you see like all the grass or the trees or whatever. Mm -hmm. Literally on both sides the whole thing was just like fire. And it was pretty scary. I was like, "Wow," and um, it sounds biblical it was It was just that that's what they do every year though, right? If mm-hmm. we were there during that time and they just burn during that time to just keep it under control. But I think part of our disconnect is the same disconnect, the reason that people are disconnected from our food, you know, um, I have a friend, um this guy, I can't even believe this guy couple years ago he was like i told him i was taking the youth we were taking the youth to um an apple orchard and um he was like it was like an apple orchard they was doing in the hood and he was like you gonna eat and you gonna <laughs> you and them kids are gonna eat an apple off a tree that grew in the ground and i was like uh yeah he was was like man I don't eat no apples unless they come in a bag from a company so this is a me and him are the same age okay (laughs) so this is just like in a just like an example of like the same way that they have boneless chicken you know what I'm saying um the same way that Monsanto literally is able to like control the whole thing and the reason I'm bringing all of these together is because it's the same type of mentality that's disconnected from who makes your food who grows your food um the light like if you eat meat the life that was sacrificed for you to be able to eat you know what i'm saying the um who makes your clothing you know the same way that you could go buy you know what i'm saying a dress for 12 dollars like we love it you know but that's slave labor that we're supporting you know fast fashion we're adding on to you know the global footprint right into the landfill and where does all these clothes and stuff go they go right into waste and then that adds into the water and that's dyes and anyway but the same way that we're disconnected from like all these other issues is the same way because we're in such a society where if it doesn't happen like to me then I don't see it Like, it doesn't impact me. It don't have nothing to do with me. That's a very capitalist, self-centered view, self-important view, where it's like the whole universe revolves around me, whereas we've gotten away from our true nature, which is that we're interconnected with the environment, with the universe, and I have to be cognizant of my behaviors. Like, I need to be cognizant of my purchases. I need to be cognizant of my waste. I need to be cognizant of my behaviors because we're this ecosystem and what I do impacts you, what you do impacts me. So I have a forethought as to like how we all fit together within this equation. But because we're so disconnected, it's like none of that, like I don't, if I don't physically see your pain or what you're going through, that somehow it doesn't even exist or it's not important, Right. Then when we see it on the news, well, there's so much coming at people that it then becomes numbing, right? So people are like, Oh, I'm tired of all this stuff. I'm just depressing. I don't wanna watch that. You know, I wanna hop back on TikTok, whatever. So I think that the wildfires is becoming I mean, the wildfires has been these it's been burning for like a month. I have friends on the West Coast that are telling me that they can't breathe, that they have, you know, I have different Zoom meetings that I'm in with different This orgs. guy is orange out there. It's orange. Like my my it's I been have friends orange. telling me that they can't breathe. Mm-hmm. That they that they they can't breathe. It's been like this for a whole month. So um now that it's like it's big news, right? Like the news today. But for the people out there it's been, you know, it's been big news for a minute you know and they've been dealing with it and at this point it's like a sound bite in a news story it's going to be on a cycle as long as it's going to be hot you know uh, no pun intended but I'm just saying like we have to develop some empathy you know what I'm saying as people um, part of what we do on this podcast is help people understand what's going on in Detroit and issues and in the world and all that so we have to we have to develop some level of empathy and care for what other people are going through.
2: Did you guys hear about Mike Bloomberg donating 100 million against Trump in Florida?-hmm Think uh, about where that money could go. I literally thought that when I heard that. I'm
0: like, hundred million have Trump 100 Listen
2: million please dollars. elect him.
0: Bring that hundred million to Detroit. We can show you what to do with
2: this. <laughs> you can look. Let's show looks, you how to sh- flip it at that. Yeah. <laughs> we you also something have to look out.
1: at like what it, what it went to. Who did it go to? Biden. To the Biden campaign?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. So that's
1: the, the Democrats. Yeah. So Just then look at, I'd love to see the budget. I want them to show the us the budget. around between themselves. What the are they spending it? Yeah. Is it? Is it marketing? Like, who does it go and back the marketing
0: to? marketing is so goofy on both sides. Like, well,
1: yeah, political marketing and, and is And then, like, words. you always
0: say, like, you always say, though, Piper, about, like, when the goofier it is, the more of an equation it is for programming. Like, why is it that goofy? Like, the stuff that you're seeing, like, oh, Trump is a liar and he hates black people like Joe Biden. Joe Biden thinks that all African Americans should vote like for him. It just looks like
2: satire to me. Yes, complete satire.
1: Yeah, right. unreal. It's
0: and that's
2: where a hundred million dollars is going. <laughs> Please, I'm. I don't know.
1: I mean, I didn't. I didn't do Kamala the. Kamala
2: Harris called Joe Biden a racist, and she's running with him. And I'm not supposed to look at her crazy too. All of it. I mean, and then
0: <laughs> it, it, even talking about the satire, her commercials, like yeah. her <laughs> press runs and.
1: I don't want to sit here and die. All the activists, I'm about to be in trouble with all activists right now because they want us to, like, support Kamala. Like, all my black women friends are, like, supporting her. Like, support a black woman. But... And I'm like, she's a top cop. Okay, I'm yo. sorry. I will support Black women. She's a top cop. This is, aren't we defunding forget. police right now? So, hello, thank you. Investing like, in Black community. Trying that aside, to do two things w- at
2: once, and one of these things is going to fuck up the other thing.
1: Yeah.
0: That, and I feel like okay, like we like that article you sent of that girl. Like we connect things that aren't shouldn't be connected like wait, support of black women okay so wait, do you not protest. know how many black women oh, that we that do not support that we that we don't even support on our everyday i make a left turn here's a black woman like yeah. we don't even support black women on the but levels how about,
1: how about that kamala Why the do we have democrats, to start there? how about how this how racist the democrats are and they think we got a bad memory didn't they already show us the kamala card that she was gonna be president
0: basically so Mm -hmm. how
1: they snatched that one like look but you gonna be vice president maybe you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. she so you threw her out there i mean not that any of us was like all in the kamala train i'm just saying like in terms of like their strategy Mm -hmm. they threw her out there like you could have a black woman as president everybody was behind her right I mean, the the bougies, you know, was behind her. She had the top people, especially after Cory she, Booker dropped yeah, out. She
0: she had some numbers. She was up there. She was like 13%. She was up I there. She was yeah. high up
1: there. Like, she could have took it. I think she could have. I think her and Trump debating would have been at least better television, if nothing else, if we only on the political thing. She, <laughs> but I'm just saying that they already threw her out there for that. Then they made her, remember, then she rolled back because she quit. Remember, she quit. And she dropped out because they said, oh, she didn't want to waste the money, Blase Splee. So they they pulled her in. They reined her in and was like, this is the plan. Then they made everybody believe that um, you could vote for Yang, even though they choked his chain. And at this point, Elizabeth Warren, they brought her down. Like any other person that, you know was out there that, you know, that they fake put in front of you that you thought you could have voted for. They actually yanked them back in. And then they were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to give y'all Biden. But guess what? Since y'all want a black woman, we'll rinse off this chick that we tossed out in the trash and we'll throw her back out there because, you know what I'm saying? Because that worked a little bit. So now they throw her back out there. And in the middle of the defund moment, She's the top cop, top prosecutor, main one shitting on black women, mm-hmm. poor black women, and everything else. Go back some episodes. We did a whole Kamala episode, but we did. I'm just saying, like it's funny. We 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 did. <laughs> we already went through it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like you know, like and, I mean, I mean, they just think we're stupid, and not only that. All my activists are like, oh, we got to vote for Kamala. We have to keep things into con- in context. I mean, like, I'm not voting for Trump. I don't let's want anybody be, on here to think I am. But, but let's
0: be clear. Like, okay. like, It's just
1: really annoying. When
0: we talk about why anyone should vote for Biden and why anyone should vote for Cam, uh, Cam- uh, Kamala, it should be because of strategy. It's a year of strategy. I will fall into that thinking okay i believe that's that th- all it i believe is. that thinking that's, all, it is. People, that's all people and say people who are it's saying a strategy people who are saying oh that's i'll get into the 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 uh opposition of when people say strategy right this is a strategy year but just because it's a strategy year you don't have to sell people on the fact that she is a black
1: woman i know you that really drives sell. me it's insane. and when it
0: comes to supporting black women look there are black women in all different kind of spaces that you can support every single day, that you can pour into more every single day. Exactly. So to use that and to be upset at people who are thinking beyond strategy and who want to know more about policy and who are frustrated about the choice in front of them is not a fair conversation. It's the, it's the same trap, if you ask me, that we fell into for Hillary Clinton. So we have to be careful and we have to just as much people are saying support black women. We have to support people's opinions who care about voting in the federal election and to shut them up at support a black woman is not fair to the black woman. You're telling that to you're you're to me, you're not demeaning her, but you are suppressing her thought
1: and her opinions.
0: Well, the point in the discussion
1: that they don't. The Democrats are racist and sexist and they don't care. About the people, because if they did, then we'd have a decent we'd have decent candidates, right? We don't have decent candidates because the party is racist and sexist. Yeah, yeah. and they, and they, and they think you're stupid, which is why they drag these raggedy candidates out there. and then what happens is now, if you are gonna vote, you got to vote for that. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I mean, I'm voting just because, you know what I'm saying, I think is really important right now um to get trump out of office i will say this though just because we vote for trump don't mean he's gonna be out of office and that has i to- mean just we vote to get him out is not for him mm-hmm. just because we vote to get him out of office doesn't mean he'll be out of office right right like i could imagine a scenario of trump kicking and screaming and coming back with lawsuits and contesting elections the foreshadowing is already there
0: with the discussions every how when is the i'm sorry y'all we have under the surface heard things about the post office right i think Mm -hmm. michigan is a huge like the you you know you know people who work for the post office right everybody knows somebody that works for the post office we have staple post office offices downtown like so in michigan i would say like the post office is a big deal right Mm -hmm. yeah yes and I'm sure other people feel like that across the state, but it's never crept up to a national level where we're talking about
1: postal services. The year of an election, well, because they the, wanted people to push the vote right to the uh, the mail because of COVID. Right. So,
0: the point that I'm making is, is they've already foreshadowed that this election may be a more of a fight, right? Both sides are talking about, oh well, if this if if I if I get out of office, the military's not going to remove me. Oh, if Trump gets elected, he's we're gonna he's gonna fight. So they're already foreshadowing. And then you have the postal service, which is going to be a pillar in the election, right? It's going to be one of if not, it's probably going to be the top. The the I'd say the second pillar of this election. Like I think still a lot of people are going to go out in person and vote. I do agree. All the things that we've been doing outside and voting. People are gonna still show up, but with the amount of uh, media run, amount of how COVID is truly serious, people are going to need to mail in votes. So you mean to tell me our
1: our our clerk uh, Janice, uh, what's her name, Whitfield or whatever? Yeah, um, people have issues with her because this past election, like tens of thousands of ballots like didn't get um, didn't get open. And so now she's under review from like the election board, the election committee. Wow! Mm-hmm. And they're gonna come down here <sighs> and support her to 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 do her job, basically that she's supposed to do. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, so it, they're
0: already foreshadowing that to me that this is gonna November is gonna be interesting. We haven't even gotten to the debates yet, which I found I thought it was interesting. Nancy Pelosi
1: a few weeks ago uh, openly stated she didn't think Biden should do the debates. Because he's an idiot and a racist and a sexist. And and what is he going to say? And Trump is way more entertaining than he is. I'm sorry to my activist community, but he's a freaking... My clerk and I talk about that often. He's like a... Like a he's television a character. No, he he's is. made for TV for sure. Yeah, he's a television character. So and he knows it. Well, he's gonna be funnier. <laughs> and he knows it, right? He knows. he knows. he's funny. He's gonna be funnier. <laughs> his outfit's gonna President's be sharper. <laughs> I was telling you what, guys that's
2: what I miss about Twitter. <laughs> Even though it's um litter like uh Freddie Gibbs said, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do miss his some, t- Trump Trump His, his sarc his Twitter sarcasm is A one. He's he's something else. And I'd say before
0: (laughs) we talk about learning from history, even in the short term. Right. You would think, Piper, to your point about how racist and disgusting it is that for the before he even got elected, the tactics that were used to come at Trump were corny and it backfired Mm -hmm. the whole four years he's been elected. The same type of strategy has been used down Trump and make us look better and then
1: they got Biden and they yeah. where would they get I mean I understand initially being like okay well maybe Biden because he was with Obama That's or Biden I does, I was, but to roll with that after that he too, said all the stuff Biden, that he
0: said Biden would have actually been a good move just to move the white vote back to say here's a white man right mm-hmm. who this who, is their strategy Who, who who's blue collarish? who also is a little white collar. This is their strategy. And niggas like him too, right? This is their strategy. But it wasn't strong enough. They concentrated too much on Trump.
1: When when the first time that Biden says something racist, they should have choked his chain. The first time that he said the sexist thing. They didn't stop there. They didn't even stop when the lady came out and said that she was sexually assaulted by him. They didn't even stop but at the this next point, time he says some racist and the next time he says some racist and Piper the next next time, he says something racist. But to be honest
0: with you, Piper, to be I, I'm gonna you this is making me cringe, just the fact that what I'm about to say, but I really feel like this. Like Trump has proven that that vote of certain white America does not care about character flaws it doesn't care about character flaw. So we all know that people are going to hold their nose for this vote, I mean, right? Ho- so who do you who are you if you're if you're Biden, you're a white man, right? And you know what what he's saying honestly is somewhat factual that almost we are in a chess we're on a chessboard and we're having to vote for Biden, right? Mm-hmm. And that's either we again like I always tell you, we either as a collective black people say we're not going to vote. We're going to chill or we vote for Biden. We don't really have too much of a choice, right?
2: That's always the thing though. That's right. that's always and been that's, the thing. It's the always the lesser of two evils. So why
0: not stick to the strategy of getting that white vote back? Why are you battling Trump? Go all the way with it. Own it. He's owned it for for 8 year for 6 years. Why not you own it? He like Piper said either he should have Fallen in more in line because and been a with true the Democratic Democrat.
2: Party, they're gonna want to sweep it under the under the he's, rug.
0: T- he's tittle now. He's trying. He's 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 already and it's it's weak. It's 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 weak. He he might have well have already owned it or completely been like an Elizabeth Warren or an Obama is what I'm no, saying. No, listen, he's they right in messed the up. Now. The
1: the the the, the Democrats did. messed up. They, they chose. The, I'm telling you, they should have dropped him. Long like long time. Actually, they should have started working on their person well, back no in Black- 2016 agreed yes. agreed 2016 they should have been working on whoever we want to work on yep. and that person should have been chosen in 2018 and they should have spent from 2018 to now investing in getting deep 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 into places where people don't vote right but they didn't do that they was like oh everybody's gonna vote for biden did. i feel like yeah because they figured what you said britney the black people will vote for him because he they know his name from from Obama and he's a white man. There you go. But they didn't but they didn't take it past. They niggas didn't. They didn't.
2: It e- I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Niggas don't even know how they give Obama all praise. They don't even know. Yeah. They don't they don't care. They don't know and they don't yeah. care yeah. about the fucked up things that he did. They oh, oh, yeah. don't care about I'll, the bombs that the, he uh, dropped. Gaddafi like
1: I'm
0: sorry, Qaddafi. I'm not. I need. I'm not gonna say that because this could bite me. Never mind. I don't. I don't want to do that. I well, I mean, <laughs> we
1: could go on and on about the man. stuff that Obama did. I but know. I see what you're saying, Deja. Like we,
2: they don't give a fuck that he he's a black man. All last and he year, was a black man, and he had a black homeboy that they were sidekicks. You know, Obama was the hero. Biden was his sidekick.
1: Mm-hmm. The
2: sidekick got picked, so we rolling with the sidekick. Yeah, and niggas fell for it. Niggas going for it.
1: I mean, a lot of people are not gonna vote. I'm be honest with you. I know. I that. told you guys that Trump
2: administration to be, it's is gonna be another gloomy day on that. Trump's day. administration
0: is not for the marketing gangs. People, I wonder. How, this is how I think it's almost WWF rigged. Like you know, you are going. How am I? A person that doesn't even have their master's degree. I am not politically suave at all, <laughs> but I see through Trump's marketing genius. He's a marketing. You're not gonna beat him in a debate. You're not gonna to de- beat him with his fans. They're not. You're gonna not gonna put de- Biden on the yeah, stage. You're with not Trump. Be, You're not gonna, be, not gonna beat. You're not gonna beat. You're not gonna beat Trump in a marketing. They won't tele- do it. They tele- won't do it. TV You're not gonna do it. This dude has white America so scared. I just told y'all. My mom lives to me in a centralized neighborhood, half liberal, half Republican. Everyone gets along. They walk their dogs. They smile. They get along for the, 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 the simple fact of living in a beautiful community. They recognize that's their common goal mm-hmm. is to all live in a community. Do you not understand how many Trump signs I've seen in the last week? Mm-hmm. They are scared. They are selling the message that, listen, these quote unquote um, peaceful protesters, they're going to leak into your community. And guess what? On the back end, I truly believe, and I, I, I timestamp this, I truly believe some of the police killings, I believe they were there were uh, intended hits in, within the police department. You you encounter a black person that's not quote unquote compliant, shoot him dead.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Do you think that dude that shot the, that killed those cops was legit? I, I don't I don't know that story. You got to tell me that one did you hear about a viper yeah um hold on let me google real quick so i get my facts straight but there was a black man that shot two cops sitting in a car he killed them i believe
1: in what city Uh, let's
2: see
0: it's i mean it's unreal so now you have it to where we're doing we're repeating our same cycles in which we should be we should not be living in a country where it's clear as day where we can go back on YouTube and find all of our ancestors telling us how frustrated they are with police brutality and how reform is needed. Every single one of them. Name a great person. They literally have a great monologue on YouTube about how police brutality needs to end. And in 2020, you have white America telling us that they don't understand why we're upset.
1: Well, I mean, you have black people saying they don't understand. And then you look back into
0: history where you have... it. I think that, you know, we always talk about, uh, what is it, separation and what is it when, what, what, what is it, uh, what is the right word? What is the right word uh, when you, are, we were segregated. Mm-hmm. White people didn't, white people wanted us segregated because they, I think in a lot of ways they didn't want us infiltrated. They didn't want, we know all the reasons of why they wanted us segregated, right? Mm-hmm. We wanted to be a part of because we felt like it was an infringement on our human right, which in some of that was an infringement on our human right. But not all of it. You know, people bring up Tulsa. People bring up all these examples of where black fuel, black land and black collectivism has been ruined. But have we really tried hard enough to be collective and segregated? Because this is what I'm getting at, is that white America has always been wanting to be segregated because of fear. Here we are back at them showing how fearful they are to to be, for us to be aligned in their neighborhoods because of, the narrative of what Trump Listen, is, is it's provided. not even
1: just, like, so, it's not even just, I won't even say it's just white America. It's black folks, too. Like, I, I agree with that. I'm going I'm to I'm read y'all something that I wrote. This was, like, a little, uh di- not diary, but journal thing that I wrote. Um, So, Whoa. yesterday, so I started, we started taking the kids out um canvassing, right? Like, mm-hmm. telling, and so we share stuff in the community, stuff that people need to know, and one of the issues is the green light which is the facial recognition program we have in Detroit that where the police department makes um, store owners and churches and different people, different buildings and stuff, get this green light. They make them pay for it. It's like extortion, basically. They tell them if they don't pay for it, then they're not gonna be, you know, don't call the cops because and we're we got not an coming.
2: episode on Greenlight. We got several we got maybe episodes. few on Greenlight, yeah. yeah. And I just sent a link to you guys earlier you this did. week about how they're gonna put um, microphones in
1: neighborhoods. Oh yeah. Neighborhoods. yeah, yeah. Okay, we need to. Okay, that's the gonna but be. The episode. I'm listening, Piper. So I was so we so I was going in the hood, and then you know we do the canvassing, we like pass out stuff. But then you know some people are home, some people are not home. If they're home, you try to have a little conversation with them. Um, you know, just to, uh, you know, build relationship, get the Mm -hmm. issue across, see what they're saying, let people be heard. But so you can also like, you know, try to let them know about the issue or whatever. So I'm going to just read y'all a little, uh, a journal because some of this stuff, it gets so much that I have to like write it Mm. because I got to get it off me. So I said, um, today while canvassing with our youth passing out info, Took community on anti facial recognition for policing. An elder told me, We as blacks need supervision and an overseer to govern over us because we can't be trusted. My heart sank. I spent about 15 to 20 minutes in conversation with her. I didn't argue, I just listened carefully and asked questions as kindly and patiently and (laughs) inquisitively as my heart could push out. Are you saying you don't think you should be trusted? She was like, Blacks, we can't be trusted. We're like children. We need someone to rule over us. I had to do a deep pause and imagine her in glowing light before asking another question. (laughs) Why do you believe Black folks can't be trusted? She responded, we are wild like animals and we need to be tamed. Now that young man, they shot in the back, that was wrong. But what are police supposed to do when they are disobeyed? Uh, After a while, I learned that uh, she works for the city. Mm. I didn't want to write her off completely. I didn't try to convince her of anything. I did ask her a bunch of questions, as many as as I could fit in without over-talking her or trying to be combative, but actually trying to understand and make her feel heard. I see her opening... Wait. I see her opening would be around... Oh, I see her opening would be around the injustice aspect so if I were interested in spending time converting her I know I'd have to lean in on where she could see that. I respectfully parted with her leaving her questioning herself. We finished her block and on the way back up she was like I'm gonna meet y'all over at Feed and Freedom for lunch and I think the and I think the police need to teach our boys how to encounter them and how much to, res- and how to respect their authority. She joined us for lunch about 30 minutes after that and came to me. I think it's terrible that that young man was shot in the back. Now, that was wrong. And, you know, Chief Craig, he disrespected me once. I didn't like that. I learned that her fear is based in that she has a vision of chaos if we dismantle police. I think most people share this vision. She did finally ask me, "If we do get rid of Chief Craig, who do we replace him with?" I was like, "Well, ultimately we dismantle the police system." And she threw her hands up, "Oh hell no. Nah. Now nah, you talking crazy. Girl, these <laughs> young men will kill everybody. They'll be breaking into your home and nobody stopping them." I was like, "Well, if we shift the money we spend from policing to 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 pe- from policing the people to investing in real culturally centered holistic education and training, the health system and wellness, including mental health and counseling um, that actually works, and other healthy and regenerative things like jobs and access to basic needs, and eliminate much of the reasons folks think they need police, then our society and neighborhoods would be healthier and safer and that would eliminate much of why folks are out here harming others to survive. She was like, "Now, that is true, but we still need an overseer." I could see she meant that deeply. I could also see her deep fear, and I do know there are dangerous people in this world and our communities in our communities who do not have a moral code and don't care about human life, but I also know that's not the majority of our folks although sometimes it may seem that way according to the way folks talk about their experiences living each day or honestly when i talk with my neighbors many of them are deeply traumatized because of things that have happened to them by folks in community and unfortunately over time many of the institutions that used to serve our folks have done harm to our folks the church the mosque parents grandparents family members, stores, business owners, et cetera. So I just, you know, wanted to share that, uh, you know.
0: It's, it's, uh, she y'all. used the exact
1: word overseer, though? Yeah. She said overseer. I was like, I had to relax a little bit because I was about to say something. Then I said, no, nah, don't say nothing. I would like to be part
0: of a conversation of that vision. of We talked about it on one episode um, Uh, it was before we, I think we had Paul on, was it after or before, whatever episode it was, we talked about, like, me and Deja, I think we said we would like to see the vision on it. And I don't want to say I would like to see the vision. I know that people have visions, you know. I just want to be a part of the conversation. I would like Mm -hmm. to see it. You know, I would, like, I think that we have to be this progressive. I think where we are when it comes to, who knows, this is, again, my opinion, right? I don't know much. But I'd say that, we have to be this progressive. If we're going to those who are role playing in the sense of being activists, like this is what we should be talking about. Human rights at this point, I just I'm I'm sorry. I have again watched too many of my ancestors talk about our rights as humans. I'm not fighting for to be a human. And I don't I don't want to say what I really want to say, but I will put my fist up in person to fight for my human rights, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not having to, I'm not debating you on my human rights, but I will debate you on progressive things. Like should police, are police really um, a positive attribute for the black community historically? And do we deserve more than people talking about, we need to fund them more. We've already funded the police more. We've given the police body cameras. We've invested in workshops. We've done all of that. So now let's bring to the table some people who are progressive and who can show you how we do this. And I want to hear, I would love to be a part of those conversations. I'm not in tuned enough to talk about it, to what it looks like to defund the police. But I also don't think we need overseers. I do think that there is a reality of code that is missing in neighborhoods. I do believe that. I believe a lot of codes are missing. So I want to understand how do we fill in the gaps of communities where codes are missing where nothing is off limits you know even in those moments right when nothing is off limits and like police come in like at that point the damage has already been done and the police are just doing what the law says do so that doesn't mean to me i don't think the police and black communities are proactive altogether. they're reactive things happen they get called they do one or two things. Nothing gets solved other than what we've seen in, in the uh, in the past. So to it's not far-fetched. It really isn't when we think about it. It's not completely far-fetched. And people make it like we're talking about this election. There's a lot of fear being inputted on both sides that Trump's America is the worst America ever and we're never going to be able to do anything as black people. We're going to go back to slavery and... Like, that's fear mongering. That's Democrat mm-hmm. fear mongering, right? And then the other side on white America being afraid that blacks are going to come and defund themselves and then tear down their neighborhoods, right? Mm-hmm. That's fear, you know? So it's not far fetched when you remove the fear, the smoke, you know, the smoke flames of fear. Do I see it happening? I honestly can't perceive it happening. I think that, I think that, 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 I honestly see, uh, I see a fight either way. I see uh, e- even if we were to defund certain areas of Black communities, um, like they've done on the West Coast. Like, I really feel like uh, not Black communities on the West Coast, but you talk about parts of like Oregon where they 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 created little uh, spots. Like, even that, I think that would it would. Inf- autonomous yeah, zones. Yeah, autonomous zones. Like, we have some here. I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But. I feel like
1: Black Youth Project, they created some autonomous zones, pop up autonomous zones, but autonomous zones still. Uh, I just, I think either way,
0: it's a lose lose when you try to have a discussion with white America on how you're gonna restructure their country. That's, if you want, we talk about our moms being able to get (laughs) under our our skin. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the quickest way to get under their skin. Like, and they're afraid. They really are afraid. They're back into the fearful moments of, I think, of what they were when post slavery. Mm -hmm. This is the most heightened I've seen their fear. And does it scare me? No, because all of this is being all of this is uh, to me for being foreshadowed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 not surprising. So when we talk about defunding the police and people really being progressive, mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me either. And to me, it's not far fetched. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have to. We can't be talking about our human rights for forever. We just can't. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's my thoughts on on it. And Trump saying. Something about uh, science. I saw that. Did y'all see what he said about science being? Yeah, wrong? he was like, oh we can't God.
2: trust science or we can't listen to science right now. I'm Literally, like,
0: what the hell is this? Just thing? like he told somebody that or last week about the Kool Aid. You can't be drinking the Kool Aid, like black people. Black, you can't fall for black. Uh, somebody you said, can't don't listen you think, to Trump. Don't you think it's white privilege? You
2: said. You yeah, said he you said I don't think science knows actually. You can't listen to Trump. I hope so. you guys
0: don't think we're con- a confused bunch while talking about. Both sides, but we are we are black, we where, are black people are old to old old old. Please understand what I'm saying. Old to be critical of both sides. We, we, we there is
1: no both sides. There's just it's life. The Agreed. It's just life. I there mean, you don't go. worry about. it. It's there not about. It's not a. You don't have to worry about trying to justify having thoughtful, critical conversation. Really People, but you. System. I feel like you have to these days. Why? You have
2: to look at the forest for the trees. And talking about two sides, Loki takes away from. I get what you mean, Piper. I understood. Yeah.
1: Okay. You just. I mean, there's just one side. I mean, you don't have to justify. Like. I won't. You know what I'm saying? They like, all the
2: ops, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Alright. I am not way. saying. I'm not saying you know don't feel that way as investigate.
1: Well. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah, don't investigate always. or be knowledgeable. I'm just saying you don't have to justify... I understand. You know what I'm saying? Like I just don't want to...
0: People... Okay. All right. I'm with y'all.
1: Yeah. So, okay. I want to hear Deja's music. Me too. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Deja, she's been making beats. She told us she's been creative over, the, uh, <laughs> over this time that she's been isolated and alienated from humans. Yeah. So, she's been uh, in her tech in her bag. tech bag. <laughs> so she's uh she's been making some some sounds and some music and some beats and some snippets. Maybe. Really want her to be on his mixtape though.
2: Mm, we'll see. Maybe I'll give a beat, a beat. We'll see. Just one
1: beat now or just for the mixtape? For
2: the mixtape. I don't have anything ready now.
1: No. No. Oh my gosh, she got us all excited. She
2: got something to look forward to. Yeah. I
1: thought we got, okay, can we hear anything that you've been working on or you don't want to share none of it?
2: I'll share it on my
1: SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> share it on your SoundCloud. Wait, but it's yours, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. But like, put it up to the mic a little bit so people can hear how, how awesome it is. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So I love Deja's ears. And then and then Britney, you making beats too? It. What happened to your beats that she was Brittany making? She
2: was freestyling the other night. I don't make beats.
1: What happened she, to she what was, was that music you was playing for me?
2: Britney was freestyling. You didn't make rapping. those
1: beats no, that she was rapping on. No. Who made them?
0: That beat was a currency beat.
1: No, I'm talking about. I thought you had some like original beat you played me. No. You didn't?
0: No. Gyra, gyra I, I got, I, I have a beat from Gyra that I need to finish the music on. Oh, okay. Purple, it's called Purple Rain.
1: Really, I wrote the
0: hook for it. Okay, but no,
2: De- Deja. Is... Look at you deflecting. No, I'm not deflecting. She we're is, talking right? about Deja's music.
1: <laughs> there we go. She's talking. About, I'm not deflecting, but we're talking about Deja. We are. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, Serena.
0: Deja, good serve. Deja's, good serve to uh, Venus. I just want to go over one of Deja's beats. Like, I just need a beat. Her beats
1: are awesome. Oh, like, thank you. so are Gyra's. Gyra's yeah. more like the uh, ele- electro. Electro type dude. Jaira
2: gets streams. Jaira's famous. Yeah, is famous. literally famous. Like he is, right? He got TikTok hits and shit. You
1: do? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) So
0: wait, what? Like explain, like I think the process of looping, like it's because it's really isn't that like. Would you say like the first? It's like
1: Groundhog's Day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you such. A, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just keeps happening. And, but
0: no, like the process of it of as, far as, Like, would you say it's the foundation of like certain a certain type of music? Right? We talk about Kanye, Dilla, Knife Wonder. Like, yeah, would that be that their base for sure? Like they they grab a they grab a jazz sample they grab a te- techno sample they grab a rock sample right mm-hmm. and they use that as would you say so that's that's the base then you add the 808 you use it so, yeah so right now that, it, that's
1: a process though that you just yeah that's about. a format
2: in itself that's just and even Jay Dilla, he had this thing where he was like he had no format. He just did whatever. If he felt like starting off with the drums, he'll start off with the drums. If he had a loop, then, you know, he goes off the loop. He felt like, you know, making his own melody or his own chords or whatever. He said he would do that. You just got to go off how it feels. But in terms of boom bap, I would say because of its origin and, you know, they started off with just, you know, it came from DJing. So Mm -hmm. with that, you had to loop the record back in order to get what you wanted or, you know, whatever. So... Yeah, I would say it. it's it's a foundation. in okay. What least. makes you love loops? Simplicity. I'm I lazy. <laughs> That's why it took me so long to take it seriously because beat making is very tedious. And I'm kind of a perfectionist, which is why I'm not ready to play any of my stuff now because it's just, you know. See how she got traps. out of that?
1: What? That's a really she good slipped. psychological yeah, slip. I love it. Okay. The the younger <laughs> generations just get just elevate more. With yes, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm lost right now. But, <laughs>
0: but no, no, I see what you're saying. But uh like, I just think it's like interesting. Like, it reminds me of like digging, right? Mm-hmm. Like where you like basically are. You listen to like so much stuff, so basically you're like you you have a lifetime of digging. Like I feel like mm. like you you've been here before. Yeah, well, that. <laughs> and like i just feel like you know what i mean like i feel like i don't wanna say the part of you have a you have a true ear like mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. the thank you, thank you. i feel like you doing loops is like really like amazing because it's the best for both worlds. Like, your ear is going to catch to it. And then, like, you are, I think, part of being a producer, I mean, people, Piper will tell you, the best part, and you could tell yourself, the best part of listening to music is when you, like, recognize something, right? Mm-hmm. And how the producer is able to mash, like, two worlds together. So, like, I think loops are super dope. Like, I think you doing loops is super true.
1: Like, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I just... thought loops had um had disappeared because everyone was, like, playing everything and then everyone was so against looping for like Mm -hmm. a while and then there was just like a period where people were just like anti-looping it's an
0: art like to be able to looping is a complete art i think Mm -hmm. producers
2: got tired of um having to clear things a lot oh yeah so they started learning how to make things on their own Mm -hmm.
1: um or like replay and all that
2: yeah, or they got better at you know hiding samples so that it couldn't be detected. But then you have um,
1: the scans.
2: Uh, what's that? What's that Ooh. one site where it tells you what the sample is? Who made or who? or who's the yeah. sample or something? Who like sampled? That? Who sampled? Mm-hmm. No lie, I've had to like Shazam, you know, right? Re- rely on that before too. But yeah, those things snitch.
0: So I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, but sometimes they trick it. Say if mm-hmm. say if Kanye does. Uh, um, through the wire, right? Mm-hmm. And you sample Kanye's version of
2: Through the Wire. Kanye mm-hmm. gets a check. Uh, Shaka gets a check. So mm-hmm. do you have to get it clear Selena through both? Gets you to check. have to get it clear through everyone? Everybody. Yep.
1: I mean, if you wow. want it to be something that you you can use, really you know. So even if, even if them. you
0: are chopping up the way Kanye yeah. did it, you have that's
1: to- how that's why <gasps> they started doing that because you because they were chopping it up.
0: Mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you.
2: So, like, for instance, T3 told me that they don't, not to, like, say anything, but, like, when they sampled, um, uh, shoot, what's that Slum Village a uh, Kanye West song? Selfish? hmm mm-hmm. Like, most of that money went to Aretha. She's expensive to sample. Like, Man. Aretha, every time that gets spent, like, Aretha making money mm-hmm. off that. Her estate is making money off that because the sample clearing is so expensive. A, it always make it seem like it's like getting a liquor license. It is. Like it's like <laughs>
0: top-notch dollar to get a kid. It
1: is. It depends who, too, right? Because, like, different artists, they set their rates for the samples, too, right? Yeah. So it's not like there's just, like, a flat rate. Like everybody's rate is going to be different.
0: Oh, if it wasn't, like, the business side of it as an artist, I would love, like, that's why I think people did it. Like, not to like change my thought in the middle of me talking, but like I think that's the reason why like the early on producers uh use samples is to bridge generations together. Like it was. These Q-tip, people absolutely are, yeah that. Mm-hmm. Like you literally are keeping people's music alive. Do you not know yeah. how easy it's been for I'm sure you to help people who Think they know hip hop, and then you like, do you even know where this song is from? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then they be like, oh no, and then be like, you gotta know that song. Like, yeah. you were just, just telling used us to... about your coworker. Yeah, I was telling yeah. her this, this white kid. He was telling me he loved Juice World, right? And then he puts on his Juice World song called Lauren Hill, and I'm like, yo, do you not know that this is a? Do you know who Lauren Hill is? He's <laughs> like, no. I'm like, you don't know who Lauren wow, Hill is, right. <laughs> and that's Lauren Hill. Like, that's right? where we are now. Like, like but world. think about how you teach me. I play mm-hmm. you something, you too, and you're like, no, that is. I'm like, no, and you're like, oh, that's Diller. You know, that's that's something. Some. Like it. that's teaching we're teaching each other yeah. so mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't make that accessible like who the fuck is one to want to stream your shit on spotify until you pass away excuse me
1: well that's what soundcloud was made for you know
0: for.
1: yeah it sound bad. that's why they made soundcloud
0: i'd like to see that getting the, the And go. what's the other and one? and that's why that's uh, why uh, voicy
1: you, you y'all know about voicy Mm-mm. that's why more voicy's it. fun it's like sorry People's you beats. you can get, and get away with a bandcamp too
2: yeah, well, I, w- I mean, Bandcamp might be funny because you can charge you can charge people to to buy your music on Bandcamp. So you can camp. get caught on Bandcamp. But band that's camp. why there <laughs> needs to be
0: more conversation. Oh wait, but Bandcamp mm-hmm. and black ownership and music because there's no way that other black art, black more black artists own their music, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not we'll get into that. More black artists own their music. I would be much more appreciated. I mean, feel much more uh, comfortable. Comfortable, yes. Uh, allowing a newer generation to use my music. Sure, let's have a conversation. Put me on the song. But you're also not a capitalist. You're not a
1: capitalist. (laughs) But if black, the people always... It's not about ownership. It's about your philosophies around... But if you when don't own it, say if building, building, you don't want it, yeah. No,
2: when we're talking about building black wealth and generational wealth, we have to talk about ownership. That yeah, too,
1: yeah. but you
0: can't even if you if you think I'm a dope artist, Piper, and you want to I and mean, you really want me to use your song, but you can't because somebody has wrote your contract. You don't. Oh, you can't even talk it. Yeah, you have to say call so and so's lawyer. Yeah, don't call my lawyer. Call yeah. So, yeah. that's whack. That's mad whack. That's the situation people are in. Mm-hmm. The other thing I want to talk about is Rizza just recently gave away his music. He just sold it. To and who? I, I don't know. That's a good, good question. Like I saw that. Look at that. And it up. I'm like, why did you. And no one is trying to. Everyone's guessing at why he did it. Like, they're like, well, maybe he knew that uh, it wasn't. But
1: Rizza, can we be honest about Rizza's mentality? I don't know his mentality. Like, he's <sighs> confused. Yeah. What is it, Paper? I mean, Rizza's in that world he's a capitalist like he was chilling with uh russell crowe oh yes yeah, who that. was had punched old girl in her face Spit even her if face. she was talking yeah. junk you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like i mean at the end of the day i mean i know she's crazy as cat shit no offense mm. i'm gonna take that back
0: i like her head though
1: but she shaved her head. I love no, it. No, that the, the, you know, I just meant in the sense of like She I mean, I know what you meant. We 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 talked about She always loose. flying off the cuff, yeah, we talking saying loose. something wild and mean. Yeah. And then coming back crying, telling me she didn't mean it. She was going through something or changed her mind or whatever. But she didn't deserve, regardless of how much junk she talked, she didn't deserve to get treated like that. And Riza stood up for a boy. And I mean, maybe I'm old school, but at the end of the day, it's like don't stand up for this white man who just disrespected this black chick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As a black dude, like, that's just like,
0: that's yeah, just supposed terrible. To mediate. You're supposed to at least mediate it. Like, you're not supposed to allow her to get kicked out. Supposed, I don't want to say what. who knows what she was doing on her, but try to mediate it. You, was the, he, you don't he have to
1: mediate it. The, he produced the movie. You don't mediate it. You, you don't do. let anybody, do, you don't let that happen. And it don't matter. You don't have to mediate the situation. You just I'm shut just it down. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to be okay. You shut it you down. Shut it down. That's, right, you don't mediate. That's I'm just saying when I say
0: mediate, at the least, Piper. Like at the least in there's reality, there's no
1: mediating getting spit on. No,
0: I'm we are not nutted. spitting on. No, let me be clear. Yeah, not mediating her, him spitting on her, but mediating it even being like you saying it even flaring. Like what, what at a just dinner? Just shut
1: it down. All right. You not. You not about to spit on her bro you crazy you're not about to I mean there's just I wasn't a, saying
0: mediate that by the way
1: no I, I get it but I'm just saying there's just a point where like RZA was so you know like in that world to where he was on Russell Crowe's side and, and this see
2: one of his lawyers works for Fox Rothschild I'm sure Ooh, that's RZA?
1: Mm-hmm. so this is what I'm saying he's in that world you understand what I'm saying yeah, so I do like, an, yeah Once you get in that world and you like up in it, you accept some of those things. It's like, it's no way
0: that you
1: would let anybody, if you go somewhere and you, I don't know, let's say you get the dream job of your life and your mom starts wilding at the job and then the dude's trying to like flip on your mom. Ain't no way in this world that you're going to let somebody like just disrespect your mom like that you be pissed at your mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go home like, why you messed that up? You know what I'm saying? But you definitely not about to be in public and then somebody just could like shit shit all on your mom like hey, that. Mom. I and then you tell your then you going off with the dude, tell mom, oh, oh she crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that you don't do that. Like I don't know. It's just no, nah, that 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 wasn't a good look. That's but, all I'm saying. But the, ne- the
0: it- hypnoxic songs fun is who purchase, I think, 50% of the of copyright interest. Wow.
1: I mean, it's money then. It's capitalism. Next question.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, the, dude, we just talked about just, I just think it would be just dope for it not to be like that. Like, we already make pennies. These artists, the temptations, you want to sample the temptations? Temptations make pennies on that. You know, like, so it just is weak to me that it's um, just industry, whatever. you write, right, next topic.
1: <laughs> I mean, some people are just stuck, yo. Know?
0: True.
1: Some people are stuck with that. That's the contract they signed. Yeah. So, lifetime rights signed away. Can't get that back. But the good thing is y'all younger generations learn from all that. And that's why most of y'all started playing y'all stuff. Because y'all were like, I'm not about to pay for no sample. So, oh. most of y'all started playing your stuff, and most of y'all learned about the business. And most of y'all are very business savvy, like on all levels, you know, stuff that we didn't, There's stuff so that we had to bump our heads. It. it is. Exactly, because we had to, we was a mystery. Mm-hmm. That's true. And now the whole thing's on the internet. It's like, whatever you want to know, Google. That's boom. Now I have a master's degree There's a that's true. in plumbing.
0: <laughs> and plumbing. Yeah. Uh, keeping it pop culture, the family. The, uh, what is it? Fresh Prince family reunion, thirty year. Yeah, they I showed
2: see. a picture of the real ain't Viv.
0: No, well, I see Okay,
1: one. keep going.
2: Uh, oh, where Will was one on one. Yeah, Will, I saw that.
0: So she uh, apparently uh, they are doing. Uh, they you know in April they did like a somewhat of a a reunion. She wasn't a part of it um and she has a name right let me let me get, bring her name into the space because janet there you go
2: janet
1: something uh i see. think it's janet i
2: hope mm-hmm dark janet skin hubbard yeah, yeah dark skin and bib so <laughs> she wasn't
0: a part of it because right the 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 narrative was back in the day she quit because she didn't feel as if uh there was enough structure she felt that uh, they were letting Will take too much uh, creative control. Her and Will had she wanted a, more money. Sh- yeah, yeah. So, okay. So fast forward. You know, now you're hearing some of the, the cast members, the the uh, who played Jeffrey. He mentioned that.
1: And you saw her video she made, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. She's been making videos for years. years. No, it's
1: yeah. about the one she made about that. She Probably. made a video where she was like, "And Will, you cut me out, Will." You've cut me out. <laughs> I feel like that's all I you mean. Know like they said you know you should have done more for me, Will. <laughs> but oh, you and then cut me off. And Jada,
0: Jada and Will, they like, boycotted the Oscars a few years back. And she's like, why would I ever listen to you guys and boycott the Oscars? Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. So all that leads up to like, now you hear Jeffrey a couple weeks ago saying that it was a great set. And she's probably one of the most brilliant actresses he's ever been around. Mm-hmm. But there was just like a huge disconnect in who... I read it as him saying a huge disconnect in who was the star. Like, the fact that it was Fresh Prince based off Will Smith. Like It wasn't
1: like. a disconnect in who was the star. She wanted more money. They told her no. So, her... But, no,
2: she she, in her own words, over the years, she's made it seem like she wanted the fame that Will was getting. I mean because, maybe she
1: added on to that bec- but because initially of her acting
2: yeah. skills right
1: yeah. I mean maybe maybe that's her ego talking Probably. but the main thing that she did was she wanted more money so if you think she got more money, this wouldn't been the conversation at all so she wanted more money then she she went to ask for the money they told her no so she went to the cast members like if we get to if we all stick together and tell them that we want to get this money are we leaving? And the cast members was like, are you crazy? This show is called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have no leverage. This was the cast was saying. They, they're like, we have no leverage. It's his show. They can replace all of us. And she was like, they can't replace us. And so when she went to go, you know, with her manager, she stuck with what it was that she wanted to do. The other cast members were like, I'm not doing that. Then they, so Will got pissed off. And, you know, so you. did the producers. He didn't back her up. And the producers like, she got to go. And Will was Will didn't say, ah, you know, let's just keep her. He just let her go. I
0: got
2: you.
1: So that's really the beef that they had.
2: She also has to keep in mind that he's a child, that he was a child in comparison to her at yeah, that time. I 100% agree. Because I have a coworker. He's like, 18, 19, or something like that, He is like, my little brother. He does things I can't stand sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I have to remember, like, he's much younger than me. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to be patient with that. And he's, you know, not on the same mindset that I am. Like, he's just different, like, I have to take that into account whenever I deal with him and that should have been something that she thought about too before she held a grudge yeah, she, for all these years against
0: she him. She should have definitely separated that, like mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, I don't know what else
2: up. went on, you know. But. I mean, she
1: was also hurt, like you said. She explained she was a Shakespearean trained actress. Mm-hmm. She learned dance, theater, yeah. and Will was a rapper who got, who lucked up. And, you know, because of this relationship uh, with Quincy Jones, you know, and uh, Benny Medina, because it was about Benny Medina's life, was like, hey, we got somebody to play you, because it was his story. And it was like, cool. So it was a pop culture thing, which I won't say isn't art, but it wasn't art in that way, like she's talking about, you know. So for her, it was a rub.
0: She was the real Ann Vib. Like, she was... The memorable envy, yeah. and out to the other envy. She played a great role. I Light loved skinned her ambience, She was so that,
1: sweet, but I she couldn't her. act
2: her role. And it's kind of funny that when you say it, because darks Janet was kind of aggressive. I loved mm-hmm. it. Her mm-hmm. relationship. She her, was. She,
0: yeah, it was. It was. It was like a. It was like the the more. It was like the updated Claire boys, Huxtable. You know? Like the Cal the Cali version. She was like the Cali version of Claire Huxtable. Like, yeah, you know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like she was just. She was perfect. You yeah. know, I mean, even Uncle Phil's like just his spice level was different with her. You know, yeah, like they, you know? the mm-hmm. connection he but, loved. Yeah.
2: But the other actress, she was light skinned and she was much softer and kinder and sweeter. You know, it was like and the She
1: couldn't act, y'all. She couldn't act. I gotta go back. <laughs>
2: <I> gotta
1: <look. laughs> she couldn't you act.
2: Don't remember. I mean, I she remember, was so but. Sweet. I remember how sweet she was, but I just didn't never really pay attention to her acting. Like she couldn't act. Like, the other
1: ain't Vib, I noticed never, her lines were so dry. She mm.
2: never got, you know, she never cut into Ashley, she never cut into Hillary, she never cut into Will for real. I don't think. Um I think sometimes the sisters would cut into her, but Janice Kerak Janice and Viv, she know <laughs> yeah.
0: So no. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see that that comes on, on HBO. I guess this is gonna be a HBO advertisement, but um the other thing is is have you guys watched Lovecraft County have you heard about that never heard of it so I think Pill produced this and it's you know Journey Smollett Mm -hmm. she's on it I've always loved her yeah god I love her uh shout out to the great debaters I've watched that recently because I've started watching this Eve's Bayou.
1: oh my god right
2: I love that movie she recently said that she's never been on assault that she or never been on a set that she wasn't assaulted on Earth. Really? Yeah.
1: Oof. Oh my god. I don't doubt it. Me neither.
2: She's been in the game. So she being a child
1: actress yeah. too. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, um that show's interesting. It it's similar we talked about the Watchmen. Uh it's like Indiana Jones meets uh the roots is too extreme. I was just watching <laughs>
1: Greenleaf. I just watched all the Greenleaf. How was that? Oh, I love it.
2: Did the season finale? Is it? Or did the show finale come on yet? Because I'm about to. I'm gonna binge
1: it. I think yeah. I so think how many the last seasons is the Greenleaf? Six. I can't
2: stand Charity. Uh, Charity so
1: yeah. Oh yeah. So you nobody it, likes her. You, you know who she it. is? She she's up. a whining. I know. She's from
2: Detroit. She's so sweet too. Oh, oh my god. And her, her skin is beautiful. She's gorgeous. Oh I love my her. her Charity, she makes. She oh, her character is terrible. So tell me about Greenleaf.
1: It's oh, a show man. About,
2: a me- about a black family that owns this mega church and just their own turmoil within the family and how it's, that kind of leaks into the church. It's
1: modern? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. It's really good. What channel? Right. What does that come what on? Netflix. Is it. No,
2: Netflix? No, it's, I, yeah, it is on Netflix. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to it comes on it. Oprah's network. It's a Tyler Perry okay. production, I think. Okay. Is it
0: one of Tyler's better? I like it. I think it's, it's really good. good.
1: Okay. I think it's really good. My
2: mom always says I should watch it. It's better yes. than Empire. Well, it's way em- better than Empire. Empire is like garbage, though. Empire is
1: garbage. <laughs> what about so power? is Power.
2: If power is garbage, too? To me. Power Book 2. I haven't seen it yet. I really A lot don't of people care, too. To watch but it. Mary J. Blige is an issue. People love it. She yeah, looks people, great, Power like became J. pop culture, yeah. right? Yeah. And
1: but it. I think people like it because it was produced by 50 Cent. And it's trendy, and it got all the clothes and the cute people. Did you
2: see that thing about how what's his name was holding fifty cent back? Yeah. Wait, what happened? What's his
0: name? Irv Gotti. Yes. Oh yes.
1: Yeah, was that. bragging about that. I can't believe that.
0: he admitted to that. He's so
1: stupid. Why would so he do lame. that? So Why would he lame. admit that? To, to I guess to so show. That makes all him. Lame. That makes them look even more whack. Like. But he's trying to show that he had power. But you didn't use your power it didn't for, work. to be powerful. It didn't you should have used it. They R-50. showed a
0: clip of uh, Jay-Z like- on The Breakfast Club. He was like, yo, I told I told all them, like, y'all got to flood the market with music. I told Beanie that. I told all the, the rockers. He's like, because 50 Cent is coming. He was like, and 50 Cent came. And it took everybody out. Like, So it's just funny to me that, like, Irv Gotti mentions that. And, like, there was nothing you could have done, like, <laughs> with 50 Cent, like nothing like it was it just it was goes bound to show to you
2: can't block what god has no. for somebody else like, preach but also Period. too
1: did y'all see that they uh revealed who killed jam master jay i did yeah, see that yeah. i was I like wow that. did you see that the, the 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 guy that did it was on his instagram like posing on his that. mural and was part of his crew and all that and his homeboy was part of his crew and all that sick i mean the thing is like n- they say that usually people that do crime to you are people you know.
2: Mhm,
0: mm-hmm. I believe that.
1: They say that. You
2: gotta I watch believe. You yeah, I, 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 be, I
0: believe that. It's it's it's, it's, it's too close. <sighs> it's too close. I just
2: got chills, man. Mm-hmm. This world is yeah, so. Yeah, cool. it's
1: like, and then they kept showing like how it happened. Did y'all see the documentary on Netflix? No, I can't. It's like a who killed Jam Master J. Yeah, they show it and um. It's like trauma. It's porn it too. is it is trauma porn. It's like a lot. I guess, like for me, having grown up with Run DMC, like as a part of my childhood and all that, like it just it just felt like something got ripped. But then to find out that Jam Master J had cheated someone on a drug deal, that also hurts my heart too. Cause I'm like, man, you were this,
2: you weren't the realest. top,
1: you know, star, and you, I'm gonna say, you feel, you know, that you have to resort to the drug game to keep your lifestyle. I mean, they kind of explained that he was taking care of his family and everyone was used to this level of comfort and he was trying to keep everybody there and he was the breadwinner and taking care of everyone. Um they talk about this studio that he had, but it's like on top of people just being jealous of you, you know, like in the hood or whatever, it just sucks that he actually was involved in the drug deal because it's like you know what i mean like it's just it's just terrible but at the same time i mean we don't know what all run dmc was going through through all those years for all we know they were always involved in that look at russell simmons i mean have you seen have you seen that documentary (laughs) i believe no the 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 young is that fair to say the woman um oh my god we gotta look her name up real quick she has, his accuser. yes, his accuser. She has a documentary out right now. Um, that's also on. Um, her name is uh, Drew. Hold on. Meanwhile,
2: baby fat is making her another resurgence.
1: Drew Dixon. Drew Dixon. I I feel. Look so, at that Drew? documentary. It's on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. I'm probably. But it's but it's on it's on Netflix. It's a documentary um, with Drew Dixon talking about. How Russell Simmons assaulted her. I listened to Dude Dixon. I think it's all true.
0: of her media press run, and I, I honestly believe her. She broke it down so crazy when she talked about the difference between Russell Simmons and this other guy, L.A. Reid. L.A. Reid. Mm-hmm. She literally broke it they down. They both like, assaulted her. She's like, at least Russell like would support me and tell me how brilliant I was and give me detailed feedback on what he saw about me. It's just the fact that he was also transparent about what he wanted to do with me sexually. Like, he would call me after meetings and be like, yo, Drew, your mind was amazing. I want to F the S out of you. And she'd be like, you can't say that. Like, and she always had, he would like call her and apologize and apologize. Like, I don't know, like why would someone, people I believe are paid to lie in the industry. I think that's part of the industry. But you really, sometimes I think you can smell it. And I do want to I will say that I do find it interesting when when people say, oh, like, no one believes black women. I do feel like it takes a long time for people to believe black women, and I really think that that's true. Like I really think that, like, anytime a black woman speaks out, even Monique, like, when she went and told people about how she felt about certain things when it came to Oprah, when it came to Lee Daniels, when it came to uh, Netflix, like,
1: no one wanted to believe her. Like. Because people categorize black women. And people categorize black women. Black
0: women categorize black, themselves, too.
1: But, but I'm saying, but people do categorize black women, right? You they do. say, oh, black, they say black women are strong. Black women are, you know, the, the less or lower than. So people have already made a decision as to, like, where a black woman belongs. So saying that a black woman, you know, if you say, uh, this guy saw to me, the first thing they're going to say is, what were you wearing? What were you? Why did you go over there that time of night? Why did you um, take that gift from him? There's always gonna be something where it's like, what did that black woman do wrong? That that there's a there's a sense of there's an underlying sense of that black women deserve to be treated poorly, and people people just have an underlying belief that black women should just be able to be had sex with whether they want to or not, cause that's what they're there for. That black women are the lowest of the low. And that, you know, when black women complain about pain during childbirth or any sort of medical procedure, it's like, y'all are strong. You don't need no pain reliever. Like, n- people don't believe black women because people don't value black women. I, I
0: believe that. Um, so, it, it's, with that being said, like, hip-hop has to understand, like, if things went things went on, and certain time frames that are happening now, like it's hard to dispute it when you look at the music. Like, let's start there, like on an easier scale. Like, women, black women specifically, are degraded on so many levels in the in the music, the, like the not the, just the, the final, music, but like final, just in
1: society. But for
0: people, for right, for people who find it like Paid so less. hard to believe, like that a black woman. Who who talks about WAP wasn't mistreated. Like, do you honestly think just because a black woman puts out a sexual song that she wasn't sexually mistreated? Like- because
1: those are ideas about women in general. That's patriarchy, that's misogyny. It's that that the idea of assaulting or taking something from you that's non-consensual goes along with the deal if you are the one saying that you're a sexual creature. That's the way that women have been treated. That's why they tell women your skirt was too tight, too short. That's why Erica Badu said um, you know, that those girls are, you know, need to have their their skirts need to be a different length or that what I'm saying is that there's a there's a there's the misogyny and the patriarchy that exists that holds women to this this standard of like you know, you're not allowed to like be a sexual creature or admit your sexuality and then if something happens you're assaulted sexually, you're not allowed to claim that. That's patriarchy, misogyny. Yeah. That that is like a textbook definition of it. You know what I'm saying?
0: I do. I do. Uh I believe I believe there's a lot that has gone on in a lot of spaces and I just yeah, that that uh and I think it's it's interesting that um you know I feel I don't feel bad because I think enough people heard her story but a lot of people, uh, let's just say that they felt the women in that documentary I saw that they felt like not they didn't have enough people's ear.
1: Oh, and but listen, they
0: were very frustrated. Russell
1: Simmons has been hiding in Bali for like a couple of years now. He does sneak in and out of the country, but believe me, the Me Too movement, the Times Up movement, um. You know, these even the R. Kelly movement like that whole era did help to visibilize these women and for people to take women's stories seriously. And so now we're at a place where, you know, after I mean, I'm not saying it's, you know, where we want to be. But I'll say like after these couple of years, it's it's important that these women were visibilized. It's important that they were taken seriously. I think a lot of people do believe her. I think a lot of people do take her seriously. And that's why people don't wanna be associated associated with Russell Simmons. You understand what I'm yeah. saying?
0: Yeah. Um
1: I I'm, like, I'm not I like, saying everyone. I like
0: but. I liked what I heard from her because she discussed the you know, the the things of well, you know, there's which I, I believe, and I'm glad she recognized it, that the, the relationship in a black man and a black woman, I think, can, can improve. And she talks about it in detail of, you know, how that burdened her a lot on the inside is that she really did revere Russell Simmons and she saw how genius he was. And he wasn't a horrible person. And he's likable and he's charming and he's spiritual. She doesn't deny any of the good stereotypes about Russell Simmons, but she also doesn't settle for uh, the mistreatment she received, and she makes that disconnect, you know what I mean? And I think that when you talk about the evolution or Me Too or when you take a look at it as just someone telling their truth or their story, like, I think... She finds a very interesting way to tell her story, and that's why I think a lot of people should hear her discuss it. You know, so and
1: other women too. I mean, I mean that is the whole nature of of why to her. But yeah, yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's like okay, uh, we we're human beings. Everybody's got you know different parts of themselves. Just be you know, in the movies you see where a person is like like a bad person, like all the way through and through, but usually in assault cases especially like a sexual assault cases it is someone that's close to you Yeah, it is someone that that you love right it is someone that you might be in a relationship with it is someone that has that access to you you know it might be someone that you that you look up to or admire and that is how they're able to t- to take that advantage right and that's the reason that people blame people because they'll say oh well you should have seen that coming or you should have acted in a different way, or you shouldn't have never been alone in a room with him, or you shouldn't have never flirted with him, or just a long list of things when it's like, no, no matter what this per- this person did, this person that assaulted is wrong. And that's where the focus and the blame needs to stay. That person, did the person that got assaulted did not consent. That's the actual issue. There's no consent and this, this person that's the the assaulter overstep and they they're the ones that need to be put in check not the, you know there's all this guilt imagine how many people live with guilt shame and fear paranoia even anxiety from you know an experience like being assaulted you know sexually especially by someone that you care about if you're work you got to go to work every day you know, that's where your bread and butter comes from. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a violation. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I mean, fortunately, we do have this Me Too movement that is, you know, outing a lot of that. Um, You know, and let's let's keep pushing it. That's what I say. Keep pushing. I mean, we're in COVID right now. So people aren't being really able to be like around each other. But I mean, who knows what people are dealing with, like during COVID, or what that's bringing out at this time? You know what it's I'm bringing saying?
0: Bringing out a lot. They said domestic violence.
1: They said domestic
0: violence is gonna. And we talked about that early in COVID. Like you uh, discussed that we have to be um, empathetic to people. We think that because people are, they're saying go home. All you have to do is stay home. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's a good thing for everybody. Like mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. that, That's not a cookie cutter situation for everyone who has to live at home so like you know domestic violence has gone up you know uh, a lot of people have had a lot of turbulences in their relationships and seeing things that they didn't know that they had within themselves Mm, you know mm. so yeah you know i think covid has brought a lot of stuff to surface Mm. you know so
1: yep wash your hands who me wash your hands Everybody. everybody everybody just wash your hands okay yeah I don't know. We've been talking a long time. We got an, another... Buck
0: 36, our typical.
1: Wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And then Deja, see how slick she is? She slipper through there without it playing any beats. But it's all good. She's going to give us, like, a bunch of beats later. <laughs> I love how she does that. You see how, We didn't even talk about the NBA. We're going to talk about that next week.
0: Kyrie will be on. This should be exciting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about the NBA next week. And it's a lot
0: of stuff going on.
1: And let's see what else we want to talk about next week. But... I wanted to, you know, just say thank you to our co-hosts. and Thank you, Piper. Yeah, to Kari. Detroit is different.
2: Was
1: good? Jaira. Jaira, our engineer, our community, our listeners. Um, Any last words y'all want to give to people? No? Just wash your hands? Stay woke. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for real, though. That stay woke is starting to creep up, man.
1: Yeah, stay woke.
0: Stay woke on everything. Please.
1: Yeah, eyes and ears peeled.
0: It's just as important as Black Lives Matter. Like it's d- that you same. Stay woke.
1: Okay, but um but also get some rest. Yes. <laughs> rest is <Yeah>. so <laughs> vital to your immune system. It is. It is. It is it's so the healer. Vital. Yes. It's the healer. And That's water. Drink and water. Yeah. Eat some vegetables. Yes.
0: Piper's vegetables. yeah Yeah. for my garden
1: y'all gotta come through to the garden yeah Yeah. so yeah but you know check us out on detroitisdifferent.net with all the other podcasts that are on there um you can check us out on social media we are pc.podcast on instagram we're also pc.podcast on facebook we also have a facebook group which is piper carter podcast and you can hit us up you know what I'm saying, on an email and let us know if you want to talk about topics or anything like that. Or yeah,
2: comment on our Instagram. Talk comment on us. our
1: Instagram. Let us know what you think. You know, or hit us up in the group. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell one a friend. friend.
0: Just one friend. One friend,
1: tell one friend. And we yeah. also have a podcast festival coming up next month, and I'm going to get the info from Kari, because mm. that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be that do an outdoor sound effect. <laughs> podcast next month. <laughs> so, yeah, let's yeah. get the date from him. That'll be fun.
0: I'm really excited.
1: So, yeah, we, 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 we got a lot to talk about next week. Yeah, so stay tuned in, tell a friend, like, share, and subscribe, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week.
2: Peace. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on
0: Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify.